1: Let's go, Ricky Ro. Let's go,
2: Ricky Ro. Let's go. Oh, we are back. Oh, uh, I would say it was a much deserved break, but it wasn't a break because we're busy. We're working. We are coming to you from uh, Ricky Romero's man cave. We are in Kona, Hawaii, having some beautiful coffee. By the way, thank you. Great round of golf this morning, Ricardo. Excellent. Oh, you're very Excellent. Welcome. We. Uh, I'm really loving this new house that you bought. That's why we haven't had a podcast for two weeks because Ricky was closing deals trying to figure out which golf course we're gonna become members at and uh you know we're here we're here for you guys so another edition of the let's go ricky Roll podcast i'm bethel duran alongside ricky romero in uh haven't seen you in a while hello uh, yeah man it's
0: been a while
1: huh yeah we've I- been i think we've been getting a lot of messages from people <laughs> saying where are you guys and i i mentioned i said to a few people i was like oh well my partner is out of town and then when he's in town i'm gonna be out of town so glad we we're able to get together for a li- nice little episode yeah here. so
2: for this episode well, we're gonna do catch up on what's been going on the last couple weeks with us uh we have guests lined up uh all-star break is coming around uh quickly so we're gonna try to get some people while they're in town uh so here's what's happening for today we appreciate you the listener um and if i had to go and list all the people that sent me a message of like where are you guys at where are you guys at we, we, it would be the entire podcast same with you rick right you got a bunch of people asking you this but the reason we want to say thank you to you guys is because when sometimes you don't do things and it's out of sight out of mind for i think for this podcast was where are you guys i haven't heard you it's wednesday where are you because we told people in the last episode that we were going to be busy mhm uh, you were doing a lot of stuff with the Blue Jays and TV. I was on vacation. uh, went across the pond. And I was checking my messages every now and then. And I would get a, on Wednesdays, hey, who's the guest today? Mm-hmm. Hey, where you at? <gasps> People are actually listening. And it's like not my friends. They're like Canadians. Uh, we got invites to go places in uh, different parts of Canada. We got different parts of the United States. So thank you guys so much. We are here for you. Oh my goodness, this cone of coffee is good, bro. <laughs> it's really getting into me. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Start with where Ricky has been. The last couple weeks, you have been on a plane a
1: lot. Yeah. We, Where'd you go? We were, well, I was in Vancouver and um, I did my first game. Oh, you did TV, your first game? The first game a few weeks ago.
2: Then what's the picture you sent us? That was your second game? Second game. Oh. Yeah, so I'm- So you're doing TV for Sportsnet Canada.
1: Well it's for the it's Vancouver Canadians have 6 games on on national television and it's being ran by SportsNet. So technically it's the Vancouver Canadians who hired me to do this and it's been alongside Rob Fay who's been awesome to work with. Okay. He is he is the Jason kid, man. He just feeds me feeds me feeds me and I answer back. And it took you know what, that first game though. The first
2: though, game how scared were you? It was yeah, you were.
1: I started scrambling <laughs> And JP, I had talked to JP because JP did it for the College World Series or for the College uh, yeah, like, called, uh,
2: Super Regionals. regionals. Yeah, I was watching them. And I, I asked I him, I was job. like,
1: hey, man, what is it that I have to know this and that? And he's like, you do not have to know anything about their background. That's not your job. But here I am the day before taking notes about where these guys are from just so that I can talk about it. And I'm like, and he's like, no, man, your job is to talk about the game. You're at a bar with your friend and you're you're talking about what you see. So then we go on air and we have all kinds of audio issues. It was just fucked up all around. Yep. And we were supposed to shoot our pre-game segment about 5:30. It's 6:40 and we still haven't shot it Uh-oh. because we're having audio issues. This is your
2: first game first ever. First game.
1: <laughs> so then so then I'm like, "And Vancouver's a short season?" Yeah. It's a short season team and okay. I tell you what, man, the whole or the city rallies around this team. They love their Canadians. They okay. they've been struggling. When, they've been struggling uh lately, but their stadium is sold out. Okay. And they just These have all,
2: nineteen twenty year olds.
1: Yeah, nineteen twenty okay. year olds, guys that just got drafted. Some guys are repeating the level. So then that first game we shoot it and and I am like, okay. We go up to the press box. Shoot the pregame thing down.
2: And you've never done any TV no, no, before? No, no, no,
1: Never. Never.
2: No <laughs> you've practice. you interviews, but you yeah, in this. Yeah, but it's different, man. Oh, I know what it is. It's way different. Yeah. That's why you, you yeah. i I be the TV expert, veteran, uh, extraordinaire, uh, multiple Emmy Award winner. <laughs> Not really. Uh, but I've done TV for a while. I didn't give you any advice. I just told you to breathe and be yourself. Yeah. Because until you actually do it, you have no idea what's no idea. going on.
1: But then um, we get up there. And I start texting JP, hey, what did you say to look for? Hey, what did you say to do this? And Are you he's really? <laughs> like, Relax, dude. Just take little stats here and there. If a guy has twenty stolen if he if a guy had twenty, thirty stolen bases last year, talk about that. Stuff that, you know, everyone wants to hear about batting average, home runs, RBIs, but just talk about the little things that matter in a game.
2: Yeah, you're the expert. Let Rob do that. That's Rob's so job, and Rob does a great job. I at it. just
1: felt it took me about two or three innings to get get comfortable, but after that. Everyone was like, man, you you did a good job. Oh, good. But second go around, I just felt way more comfortable. I told myself, less is more, meaning mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there. I thought a color guy had to talk the whole game. He really doesn't. I started watching games a little bit more, paying more attention. And the color guy really chimes in, backs out, chimes in, mm-hmm. backs out. and
2: well, A good one does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then that's what I started doing. And... At times during the first game, I, thought, I found myself interrupting Rob a few times. It's called, it's
2: called stepping on him Yeah. in the biz.
1: Yeah, so I told myself I'm gonna make sure he finishes his his thought, and then I I share mine. And then we had some we started having some fun with it. We started asking questions on on Twitter, like what do they want to ask me? So we had a little segment about that. So it wasn't just baseball, baseball, because base, the t- the the listener is not. Think about it. When you're watching a game, you're not paying attention to all of nine
2: innings. No, you you you. You're listening, and then you're watching the kids exactly. You're texting with your friends. You're on Instagram, and then the game is on in the background. Yeah, yeah. So well, when you're calling the game, you better pay attention. Oh yeah, and that's
1: he's good at that. <laughs> Did you keep score? I I I take yeah I, yeah. I you learned score. how to keep score. I I learned that like at six years old. Okay, years old.
2: hey, there's a lot of baseball players who don't know how.
1: I learned that. I used to go play – or not – when I used to go watch my dad play Sunday League, uh-huh. I remember one of the guys that used to take score sat me down one day for a whole game and said, you're going to learn how to take score. That's cool. And ever since then, I just – I know how to do it. All right, all right. So I've always known how to F8, 1-out, yeah. all that stuff. I do it my own way. Now, you know how to everyone keep does chart, it Different, yeah. Everyone does it different, though. Oh, yeah. i paid attention to other guys' charts, and I, even in the press box, everyone does it different. It's, it, it's very, good for you, Yeah. Man. And That's I good just, for you. and and it's not even because I'm gonna talk about oh this guy's 0 for three, but it just I feel like it keeps me in the game.
2: It does. That's and why it you just keep makes it
1: fun, you know. It, I mean, you're yeah. not really doing anything much other than like I look down, boom, F eight, one out.
2: All right, I, now important questions. Did you have makeup on? No. Oh, you were natural. Natural. Look at you. Yeah, but well, you're bald. Wasn't the head shiny?
1: Come on, man. It's a short season team. <laughs> like, we're not gonna have makeup artists.
2: No, you, you got to get your own.
1: Nice and shaved and smooth. Not a
2: makeup artist. I'll, 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 we'll go to MAC. I'll get you a compact. <laughs> we'll be, all you need to do is get a little blot Take the you shine know, away. They,
1: Come on, Rob. They, Rob, they, Rob, get them some makeup. They did it right, man. I mean, Rob, they hooked us up with some suits. and Oh, they gave you a suit? Cu- two custom suits. What? Yeah, man. Like what the This hell? company, shut out to, here, I'll give it to you right now. They're
2: in, in Vancouver? In Vancouver. Wait, they came and like, sized you up and everything? Indochino. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. No, we went to them the first, the day of the first game. Like, we spent a morning getting fitted, and we're going to get them here when I see them again in three weeks.
2: I'll get some suits. So, in three weeks, we're going back to Vancouver? Yeah. Okay. So, how long are they going to get our suits ready to go?
1: (laughs) And then they even had, like, a person, like, shave my head, my face.
2: Wait, this is short season, uh, A-ball?
1: Sponsorships, you know, that, that... they Had and they asked me as if a, I wanted them. as you guys or, would say. Sorry, even about though, it. even though the, the, cool though the shaving is cool, but to me, is like that took like an hour and a half. I do that like in 10 15 minutes,
2: yeah. But they had to shampoo you,
1: they had to like the hot towel, cold towel. Oh, yeah,
2: Look at just shoot. takes too
1: long, man. I, I'm so <laughs> impatient. So, this time around, my second game, I woke up. Went and played golf, came back, ate breakfast, and I was way more relaxed.
2: You're such a TV guy. But you're such a TV guy. The now. day
1: before, I showed up to the game, watched the first five innings. I told myself I'm gonna go and watch the first five innings, and I'm because my job for pregame is they tell me they, they tell me come up with three keys mm-hmm. to the game. So I told myself I'm gonna go eat dinner and I'm gonna take a cab to the stadium the night before the game or the yeah the night before on Friday. And I sat down at the press box. First inning gave me everything I needed to know. Yeah. Honestly, I watched half an inning. <laughs> two errors right off the shoot. Shorts up airmails the first baseman. The catcher on a strikeout throws the first base, throws it into right field. Mm-hmm. So I was like, bam, I got two keys out of that. And then the third one was just back to the basics. Ah. You pitch, you hit, boom. I also oh, cool, noticed, man. Cool. yeah, man, and I know I'm rambling right now, but no, I, yeah, also, go for it. I also noticed that, the first time I did three keys to the game, it's like I wanted to go in depth about them. And these people are in your ear; they're like, "Come on, wrap it up, let's go." <laughs> so this time out, I said, "Bam, bam, bam." I got to the point quick, and I got out.
2: Yeah, for those who don't wonder, if you're watching TV, you we, wear little earpieces, and there's somebody talking in your ear while you're talking. And I think I told you about this, but I don't—I didn't give you too much detail. It is the hardest part about doing TV is hearing voices in your head. Now, when you're a pitcher and you're struggling, you have voices in your head all the time. <laughs> but it's your own voice. When you're trying to make a point, and then all of a sudden, wrap it up, wrap it up. And you're, uh, 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 oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've you. been
1: caught in between a few times. Oh, hell yeah. But and, and you'll still get caught. And and I made sure I, in my last Instagram post, I said, shout out to the guys who do it every day, because it's not easy, man. Oh. I, I I Even after my first game, during my first game, we we were in commercial break and I took off my headset and I was like, Rob, wow. <laughs> I was like, I respect you guys even more. Just because...
2: And the play-by-play job is even harder because uh,
1: they got to do all the, the,
0: the work. But then
1: you think of the greatest, Vince Scully, you know, huh. doing it by himself and Jaime Jarrin doing yep. it on the radio the way he narrates it.
2: Yeah. It's Baseball is a medium where it's your storytelling.
1: Yeah. It's like and the then podcast. in Toronto, they got Buck and Pat Tabler and, and they do a good job. And then you get... um. Um, Jerry Howard, who used to be there that's when he radio. just retired, right? jerry yes. yeah.
2: I used to, when he, I I met him once, um, when the Blue Jays played the Dodgers, and I was in the elevator with them. Little man, like mm-hmm. Roosevelt yeah. And I didn't know who he was. It was three o'clock, and then I'm in there, and they're telling me, "Oh, that's Jerry. That's Jerry." Um, I knew the I knew his name, but I didn't know who he looked like. And uh, I was like, okay they're like, that's the main voice. There's a couple people that work the broadcast, but that's the main voice. They're like, go in there and watch him when he's working. I, not that you go in his booth, but you can see from the corner, mm-hmm. he would do the old school, put the hand in the ear. That way you could create the echo where you could hear yourself. It was pretty cool to see him work and a real nice man. So so now you're a TV expert um, and you'll see what's going on and you look at these people and you're like, how do you do multiple sports now? Now you yeah. can do other stuff. Like Dan Shulman, who's amazing. What an amazing voice! First of all, he can read the phone book. He's amazing. Oh my goodness! And he's also six five, man. I di- yeah, he
1: is. I did an event with him in Toronto, and he he was the MC for it. He was the one asking questions, and you can listen to him mm-hmm. talk. Yeah, every day you're just like, man, just keep talking. Showman
2: like, doing college basketball, so good. Then he would do baseball the next day. So
1: his his baseball voice yeah. is just it just engages you. You're just you kind of like,
2: hey, hey, now can you tell the difference between a, a broadcaster and a broadcaster man like the yeah. guys who had like the fake voices yeah and it was like dude you don't talk like that normally just yeah. relax Bring that's yourself. the other thing i was like do you need new? new voice I sound boring
1: do i sound monotone <laughs> but everyone's like no man you sound perfectly fine yeah. don't change a thing just be, just, yourself. Just be you be your, so, at,
2: the, at the end of the day there's only one ricky romero so that's yeah that's what you gotta be and you, i got and i got be, great you f- don't want to be vanilla
1: exactly and i got i i we had some great feedback rob sent me a really nice message um so,
2: so yeah you're so going back
1: four more games all
2: right cool we, gotta we got to make we got one vancouver. in july
1: and three more in august and i saw the I, i'm trying
2: i, I want to go to vancouver. i've always wanted to go to vancouver july i'm going by myself man july july and i gotta
1: spend an extra day there so oh, sunday's gonna be all golf
2: hey so you travel with your golf clubs
1: i did it this time because i went to toronto and played in a golf tournament and the Jays character uh, I want to
2: get into that. Okay, uh, great job on TV. You look amazing. Do you have to wear a tie? No? No. Even better. All right. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, you're a TV star. We got to make room on the shelf for all the awards you're going to get. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. All right, here we go. You went to Toronto mm-hmm. and played in the Jays Care Foundation. Uh, golf, golf tournament. It looks like a great event. It's like a big weekend. But I saw this picture of guys who look like they could still be in the major leagues right now. Yeah. You, Richmond, Casey Jansen, JP. Like, normally when guys retire, everybody gets fat, right? How come you guys are all still I swole,
1: think, man? You know what? JP is in the best shape I've ever seen him. Yeah. He even says it. I mean, this guy is, like, skinny and, like, jacked. We went and did a workout out in Toronto together. We took a class, and he's just a machine, yeah. man. I thought I was in shape. I mean, he blew me out of the water. Good and, for him. you know, he's trying to live a healthier lifestyle, I guess. And there's just so much stuff out nowadays that that guys want to stay in shape and you want to look good who would you play golf with it was um i played guy uh, i played golf with three guys so they pair you up with people who donate or who who buy the the oh you're the celebrity in the group yeah did you tell them about the podcast one of them um he was he is uh He's a custom suit designer. He gave me his card. He said, "Anytime you're in Toronto, let me know." Well,
2: so. we need suits for the podcast. <laughs> Hello, how are you going to do a podcast without a custom suit?
1: And all these guys are like talking. They they actually a lot of them mentioned the podcast. Yeah. About, yeah!
2: Anybody ask about me?
1: Not not like in Saskatchewan. Oh, man, no, I'm like... sure when I I'm going back to Saskatchewan this, this really? Sunday. So I'm sure somebody will... I
2: love my. Talk about your podcast, yeah, and not my, The Ricky Rowe my podcast. My podcast in Saskatchewan <laughs> is huge, big deal. So that you did a great job, but then to care, we, all stuff. we
1: we did the golf tournament. That was fun. I mean, it's always a good time when you're yeah. able to do that. And anything that you can do for for kids. And but the day before we did a a camp, or it was like a game. I don't know if you saw the pictures. I saw the pictures. yeah. JP and I, where they brought us in as celebrities, and it's all these um special needs kids. No inner city kids. Oh, okay. And it brings back memories to me because, you know, a lot of them come from rough neighborhoods in Toronto. And they do this game where they deck them out in full uni. They have their whole school cheering for them and they have intros. No way. You know, they, the voice of the Toronto Blue Jays, the guy who announces us during the game, he's the one the announcing them. There? The PA announcer. Oh, sweet. So, and... JP and I were the pitchers. Yeah, They asked us if we wanted to do it. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. So we jumped in and just to see the smile on their faces. A lot of these That's kids cool. obviously don't know who we are, but yeah. I think it's just uh, the principle of it that they're just like, whoa, like you played in the big leagues and obviously you get the, how much money did you make? Are you really rich? I
2: told kids, ask the best questions, right? <laughs> like when you do these like charity events and they're like, oh, Ricky, uh, what was it like? And, you know, uh, the mental preparation, blah, blah, blah. And little kids, kids don't lie. Hey, how much money you got? Yeah. And you got a bobblehead?
1: That's so, so we spent um the morning doing that and then yeah, it was fun. It was cool to be around the city too, man. I mean, we got to see a lot I got to see a lot of guys who I haven't seen in a while that I played with. And obviously you got the Lloyd Mosby, Cedar Gaston, George Bell, Pat Hankin, all those guys show up and this year it was a little bit of a mixture of old school and new school. That's good. And um yeah, and so and then this coming up week. For the next two months, I'll be doing camps, baseball camps all across Canada. Oh,
2: that's cool. My
1: first trip. So, is, we're not having podcasts. Okay, cool. Thanks. We go to Regina, Saskatchewan. My people. And then from there, we go to Winnipeg. So, I'm going to- The Jets. The Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. So, I, I've never been to these. I've been to Regina, but I've never been to Winnipeg. So
2: That's where the, I, blue, the blue Bombers are at, right?
1: I think so. I, I don't know. So, yeah, they right. told me, they're like, just watch out because there's the biggest- the world's biggest bugs are there. And I was like, oh no. Oh jeez,
2: there we go. Uh, so when you go to these events now, now it seems like you're comfortable. When mm-hmm. you first start, I got one of uh, your kids' toys right here. Spider-Man, what's up, Sebastian? Uh, when you go to uh, these events now, you're used to it. Now you get it. Remember in the beginning, you were like, I don't know what to do. Or do yeah. That, 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 that I, like, I don't know
1: if I was ready. I, I don't know if I, ha- I had accepted retirement yet. I remember I, my first one I did in Vancouver last year. I was mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. you know jp's leading the pack and i'm like I don't jp
2: accepted retirement he's good he, yeah he knows what's up
1: and i was like ah but now i accept it obviously and and well you're
2: traveling with golf clubs that's when you know you're retired like
1: yeah i don't i we're we actually make a trip when i come back from winnipeg come home for a week and then we're back in edmonton and um uh calgary and i heard that place those places are amazing i've heard golf.
2: calgary is awesome edmonton what's up the trappers way back See, i know my canadian history eskimos
1: man no oh, edmonton, Oilers. These
2: trappers were the AAA team oh oh yeah yeah see don't get me on AAA baseball history yeah so
1: so, <laughs> so yeah so it's gonna be fun because i've never been to these places that's cool that's cool bro. so and they treat us really well everywhere we go and but, yeah, I mean. That's cool. Uh, I, that's that's I, kind of a little bit of what's, what's going to happen. It's a busy if, summer for you, it, it really is.
2: Well, uh, on the flip side, I am also having a baseball camps. Uh, I am playing softball with your family.
1: <laughs> I
2: heard. <laughs> we have a, I kid you not, we're a complete spin from here. While Ricky is out there being an ambassador for the Blue Jays, I am playing slow pitch co-ed softball with the MVP of the team, ricardo romero senior of course your dad hit a walk-off last game (laughs) and and here's the thing though it's a slow pitch going softball play with my girlfriend we're having a good time Uh, we need another girl so we're like hey ask vanessa your younger sister we asked your brother gabe to play but yeah he's got a busy guy he's getting his master's he's a teacher he coach all that other stuff we're like okay we'll use gabe to get your sister vanessa so first week, who shows up? Your dad, the chief. He, and he balls out, I heard, right? The ace was there taking videos of your dad. Your dad played because we needed one more guy to make it even. Sure enough, MVP.
1: I bet so, now he's all about it, too.
2: Second game. So I wasn't there the first week because I was uh, gone. The second week, I show up. And who shows up? Strolling, right, out of the car. And it's cool to see because your family players, like, they all come out. like they're It's like the Sunday, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Your dad has the bag with the wheels on it. I'm like, oh, he's a baller. Who's playing shortstop for us? Everybody's like in their 20s or 30s. Your dad is playing shortstop, wearing a Sacramento River Cats cap, and he's yelling at your brother for getting out. In the last inning, we're tied up. Your brother tries to hit a bomb for walk-off, right? And your brother's like in his 20s, so they know. He launches one. Left fielder catches it easy. Girl gets up, out. Your dad shows up, clears over the heads, walk-off, jogs in. Your dad... Because he's a hard working man who wakes up at three in the morning, hits his walk off, comes straight to the dugout, puts his bag in there, gets his bat, his glove, puts it in his bag. Alright guys, see you next week. And just keeps on going straight to the <laughs> <laughs> Your brother, and, uh, your other sister Sandy, who's also playing, they are like taking their cleats off. And your dad's already gone, so he does his job. He hits it, and it's like, there you go. So that he a, acts
1: like he's been there before. Oh yeah.
2: my goodness, he the best hitter in the team. Your dad.
1: By the way, how was that Italy trip?
2: I, I, you know, I went to Italy, like on or
1: France. You started in France. I,
2: I went to Paris, Florence, and I finished up in Rome. Did you I, ever end
1: up having the Florence steak or no?
2: No, I didn't because by the time we got to Florence. Our body clocks were so screwed up.
1: You know what you have to do, right? You have to, when you get there, you have to just stay up.
2: No, we, we did. No, in Paris, we were good. It's, uh, we were in Paris for three days. And so I, I took my son who's about to go to high school. He was going to ninth grade. So we took his father-son bonding. That's it. Just me and him. We actually had some grown-up conversations. Um, told them how you shouldn't be mixing your alcohol. Uh, not that I'm telling this kid how to drink, but I'm just gonna, like, eventually you're going to go to college and then people are going to give you something that's called the long island tea or uh, incredible hulk stay away from all that stuff stay away from all the sugars it's a you know yeah we had we had grown-up talks about what you want to do and stuff but we got to paris and and let me give you the cliff notes of our trip went to the uh, eiffel tower went all the way to the top i had some champagne at the eiffel tower my first time in europe hell yeah but we got there that night and we stayed up we walked straight to the eiffel tower yeah uh we were up for a while we were good. We were there a couple of days. Went to the Louvre, saw Mona Lisa. She, she Uh long list.
1: <laughs> How small is that painting? I've heard Dude. it's tiny.
2: Oh, you haven't been to Paris? No, I've never. Oh, been. Okay, it's cool, right? It, it's tiny. Everybody's in the room, and you're everybody's trying to take a selfie with Mona Lisa. If you know, I did, and um, people kept trying to get in the background of it. You know, uh, good thing now I know why people don't like Americans because we're tall and we move people around. So it, was, it was, cool. Yeah. Uh, we went to PSG, the stadium where the Women's World Cup was going on, mm-hmm. saw Argentina come back and tie up uh, Scotland.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, took I went fanboy, because after the game, the Argentina girls uh, came and talked to some of the fans. And, you know, I went. Uh, I had bought an Argentina scarf, so I'm with the fans right there, and then I took pictures with some of the girls that were on the team, and I was telling Mattel, my son, like, this is how badass Carla Lang Romero is. She was 16 playing in this World Cup. He's like, for real? Like, yeah, she played in two of them. So that's how... It was cool just to see an event. It was that, not the reason we went, but it just happened their plan. So let's just go. Uh, from there, we went to Florence. And by the time we got to Florence, that's when the body clock just kicked us. Like, yeah. dude, you're done. Like you don't know what's going on. Had great cappuccino every morning in Italy. Oh, uh, my son, it was cool because we'd wake up about seven in the morning and just walk around Florence the square.
1: How good is the wine there? Any house oh. wine beats any expensive oh, I, wine here.
2: I, the best part is that they sell the house wines. Like in half of a bottle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was because I didn't want to kill a whole bottle. Yeah. But I crushed half of it. Florence is amazing. Saw uh, the David statue, uh, all that other stuff. Michelangelo's, all, everything. And then was Rome, cool.
1: it just blows you away, huh? Rome
2: is just like New York. It's just a big ass city. And what we did uh, in Paris and in Rome, you know those little bird scooters? Mm-hmm. We jumped on those instead of going on Uber because everybody has it. And we just roamed around the city on the birds. So it was a cool way to see the city. Um and the Coliseum was awesome. A shout out to Scott Richmond, our, our good friend, playing for Team Canada right now. He hooked me up with his because Richmond played in Italy last year. He met a a tour guide who he hooked me up with. Amazing.
1: Anybody that goes to Italy, if to get a tour guide, it's better to get your personal yes, tour guide it's personal than it is to Get the group. You've seen the group ones yeah, that follow. Yeah. They look like zombies. They have a. Well, the group one we did it
2: for uh for the Sistine Chapels because we had to because Richmond's uh, tour guide wasn't available mm-hmm. that day. So in order to cut the line, I, ha- I had to do it. Yeah. But halfway but you see
1: the difference. Th- oh my
2: god! Halfway through, we got rid of the yeah. we got rid of the airpiece and we got rid of the tour guide. We just took yeah. off. Yeah. So we saw the Sistine Chapel. Like, all right, cool, we're done. Yeah. And then we went to uh, inside the uh, the church. The Vatican. Yeah, on our own without the group. So, but the tour guide we had at the Colosseum. She's a anthropologist, art, no archaeologist, in Rome, and she loves Scott Richmond, Scott and his wife and the girls. This and that. So she took us the tour. We did everything great. Can't recommend that enough. If you have ever go to Rome, the best tour guide for you. She was like a little bit more expensive, but worth oh, every yeah, for penny. Sure. And That's I, the thing. When, I when even we, tipped her so good. She's like, "This is too much." I'm like, "No, you're that good." Yeah. <laughs> like, the, it,
1: when it comes to stuff like that, it expensive or not. Obviously, you're not gonna completely overpaid but it makes sense and now you see why oh my goodness yeah and you just sit there and you learn about the history and then you start i don't know about you but when i went you you started like looking around you're like wow this was actually built by people like how the hell did they there's no cranes there's no,
2: no. i'm we're, we're complaining if there's no wi-fi these people had no no anything no nothing no yeah. nothing and at the coliseum me being the smart ass that i am like Oh, it's just like the L.A. Coliseum. Yeah, it's kind of not really, but just the entrances. It was cool to see, and of course, I I, I went, I went, became that guy. I was like Maximus, Maximus. And I love Gladiator mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So it was cool just to see the world for the first time, explore, and then. Uh, uh, so that's why we haven't done the podcast. I went to Italy. How about this one? All right, now I felt like a big leaguer, right? Um, because I started getting a couple of all you're so lucky comments. <laughs> and I, I only posted when I went to a place and then when we got the Wi-Fi, I'd post, right? So I wasn't really posting all the time like there and I'm on vacation, right? So I even tell my son, like, look, we're not going to po- take pictures and we go back to the hotel, we use the Wi-Fi and we'll post whatever. Um, but it wasn't like I'm trying to show off. It was just more of because that's where all my nieces and families follow me is on my Instagram. So that way, instead of sending like to the group chat, a separate ch- uh, text, just follow that. But I started getting the oh, you're so lucky. Lucky, man. I saved for a year and a half for this trip. <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's what's up when you have all that TV money. TV money, I owe a lot of taxes. <laughs> and then one guy, this is one guy who trolls me all the time and I've been ignoring him for a while and finally he's like, oh, that's what's up. You're, oh, or What do you say? He goes, oh, yeah, not all of us can afford to go to Europe. And I roll back, stop having asada. stop buying beer and save some money and live a little. And I'm like, Damn, I shouldn't have said that. But it was true, though. Like, how many... And I'm going to go on a little rampant here because now that I'm a, a worldly person here, <laughs> how, much, how about all these Dodger fans that go to a game and they buy $21 micheladas times four Yeah. or they'll buy tickets all year long and the next, you know, if you look at how much they spend on like... And it's great if you want to support your team. Go for it. But if you spend $1,000 on your team, my trip wasn't that expensive because, yeah. one, I use a lot of my American Airline points. I use my Expedia points. Uh, I bought in January. Um, I still drive the Nissan with half of a bumper, as Sanabia would uh, attest to. Mm-hmm. Um, I I haven't bought any new shoes in a while. I want some new. Uh, I want a new driver for the Golf, but I haven't bought that. So I've been living cheap for the last year. So it could be done, and I can't recommend it enough, man. Like I always, I'm 40 and I'm barely going to Europe for the first time. By goodness, I want to go back and I want to see some of the other stuff. And it was.
1: It's what it's all about, man. Dude, you do something like that and. It leaves you wanting more and more and more. Interest. And people
2: don't care who you are. No. That, we get so caught up in who we are, and I think as athletes you do too, where it's like, that's what it is, that's what it is. And you start talking to people. I was sitting at a cafe um, in Rome, right next to uh, the Trevi Fountain, and I ran into a couple. They're teachers. They're retired. I know uh, they're, they're going to retire, but their kids are all grown up. I'm like, what are you doing That like, Well, all the year long, they actually live in, uh, in Palm Springs. So all year long, we don't eat out. We save our money. And then when school gets out in June, from June
1: to August, we are in Europe. I'll tell you a funny story about Rome. We were walking around Rome one time when we went, when Carr and I went. This was, it was after the 2013 season. And we're walking around Rome and somebody goes.
2: 2013 season, that's a bad year for you.
1: Yeah. And. It was either 2012 or 13. I think it was 13. Whatever. So we're walking around Rome, and somebody goes, "Yo, Ricky Rowe. No.
0: <laughs>
1: and I look back, and I look at Cara, and I'm like, "Did you hear that?" And I look back, and they're like,
0: "Ricky Rowe.
1: What up, man? No how way! Yeah, in Rome. <laughs> no man. way! Yeah, it just tells you how small the world is. Sometimes. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> you met a couple from Palm Springs. What? What are the odds? No, uh, and they're like oh, out of yeah. all the people in the world, because there's tons of people walking around it,
2: it, everywhere. And I actually, it was cool. It was, I saw my sister in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, now we didn't go together, but she was on vacation with her family, the fancy, uh, the, fa- the bougie sister, and she was in Paris. <laughs> with Don't her say t-
1: that, dude. She's gonna listen to this. And be no, mad. no,
2: she's not listening. Her coworker's listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my sister, she don't, my, my I don't have anything to do with no, the, no. with your brother. No,
2: no, no. So the bougie sister, the seventh kid, who has the little uh, prince, uh, the little kids who dress like they're British royalty. Um, <laughs> her coworkers <laughs> listen to the podcast, and they. So my sister uh, will tell me. You and Ricky did this. I'm like, yeah. She goes, like, how do you know? She goes, my coworkers tell me. So all her coworkers listen to the podcast. They're financial guys. So you know they hate everything that they're doing. So like, they're, instead of like trying to make money for their clients, they're listening to the podcast. What's up, uh, everybody at Merrill Lynch or wherever you guys work? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so they're going to tell us. I see my sister, and she's in Paris, and we met underneath the Eiffel Tower. And we sent a picture to uh, our family group chat of the kid number five and kid number seven, at the Eiffel Tower. So it was pretty cool to see that and just go and explore the world. Somebody knocking on the door? I think so. Is that Sebastian? Come on in. <clears throat> man. you got to get new security at this house. Oh, wait. Is it okay if I grab the up, or you- yeah, 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 go ahead, man. <clears throat> Ricky's got new people hanging out there.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> we're, we're getting our windows washed. Well, you're
2: getting... Well, because the the Hawaiian winds... Cause you have that big sliding door, so we gotta <laughs> we run the seventeenth hole at the at this golf course that Ricky bought. Uh, oh man, don't don't hurt yourself! Don't hurt yourself! Oh man, they're taking the screens down. Yeah, so I saw my sister uh, uh, in Paris. It was cool. Saw that, and then uh, it was cool. So my next trip is not gonna be for a while because I got to see some more money, no more <laughs> carne asada, no more tequila. So now for you, you got to figure out what it is you're gonna do, right? You're gonna be doing camps. You'll be doing TV, mm-hmm. doing everything else. Where, like, do you have time to play golf?
1: Well, the camps don't go all day. You're done by, like, 12.31. Okay. Go grab some lunch.
2: That's all that matters. I just want to make sure your golf game okay.
1: Yeah, you go sit on a course. I mean, I have nothing else to do. Go sit on a course and suck at golf.
2: Uh, you're not playing well? No, I never do. So is the new kid affecting your golf game?
1: Not really. I still try and At get home? out there as much as. I still, I still get out there. Okay. But not 18. I usually go nine holes to the local course. So here.
2: is the new kid like really messing up the lifestyle? Or is <laughs> no. he cool? He's
1: cool. He's he, cool.
2: cool. Baby yeah. Ithor? I don't right? mind it. I, I brought Baby Ithor a gift.
1: Yeah, you did. Thank I brought you. Him a, nice little <coughs> Italia shirt. Got him an
2: Italia shirt. So we'll be yeah. ready to go. All right. So now everything else is moving forward. We're good. We're going to talk baseball, everything else. Here it is. All-star game coming up. -hmm. All right, we've heard from people in the uh, past guests of what's going on. We drop went and through the first pitch, uh, um, through batting practice.
1: He was uh, the pitcher of the home run derby for
2: for Joey Bats. Yes, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is going to do the All Star Game home run derby. Yeah, is that good or bad? Good. You you okay with it? Yeah,
1: I'm fine. I mean, he's young. He a
2: million dollar purse. Why not? Okay. When you sat at the All Star Game and you're watching the Home Run Derby, what's that like? Because you're sitting on the ground.
1: That one was boring. You know why? Because it was the old rules. Remember it was oh, the it ten outs. Forever. Yeah, it took forever. Uh, By the end, like I looked around to my left, to my right, and everyone had left, and I was like, "This ain't." Okay. It was. It's cool that you're a part of it. For me, it was cool because I was the first time, but. If I would have been my second, third, fourth time, I would have been like, "I'm out." I wouldn't. I'm not even watching it. But these new rules are awesome.
2: Okay. So it right. keeps
1: you more engaged, and I think there's more of a time limit, so you know when it's gonna end.
2: Ah, all right, so all right, but I, all right. I'm
1: all for it. And who's throwing for Vladdy Jr.? Say it. John Schneider.
2: Schneider's there? throwing for Vladdy Jr.? Yeah, yeah.
1: No way. You didn't see it on the group
2: text? No, I haven't. Uh, well, because I, was, I
1: I sent I sent it. Nope. I mean, you must have probably scrolled through it, but. John Schneider, who was a former guest of ours. Former
2: guest of ours is going to be thrown to, to Vladdy. Vladdy Jr. No way. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. That's in Cleveland? In Cleveland. So if Vladdy wins, it's because of us?
1: Maybe because we
2: brought Schneider the good vibes?
1: The good vibes, yeah. We got
2: P.J. Pilateri in to London.
1: He was just in London, yeah. I just was texting with him earlier today.
2: All right, what do you think about that? Baseball going overseas?
1: Give me... The Dominican Republic. I Give saw
2: that. Remember I, t- I sent you the story? Uh,
1: places where, uh, you know, they've done Mexico, but I feel like it would be cool if, because a lot of baseball players come from there. Yeah. And I think it would be neat for, for uh baseball player, for everyone to see that culture too. I just, London, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's freaking cool like for the players, but to go over there for two games and then you have to come back and then get back on this time zone and and get back to thing. I don't know.
2: I, I was thinking about this because now that I'm a European traveler, they don't care about the American sport.
1: But then I look at it this way. I'm like, they're not traveling coach.
2: No, no, you no. You see no, those no. planes? But oh, that those are they show look burns. like clubs <laughs> exactly. But I was thinking this because I was in Italy, and when I was doing the tour of Michelangelo, my tour guide there asked me what I do. And I was like, oh, I'm a reporter in Los Angeles. I have a podcast, a Let's Go Beto Duran podcast with Ricky <laughs> Rowe. And he's like, oh, Los Angeles, Lakers. I'm like, yeah. I was like, also Dodgers. So, Kid you not, says this. Oh, um, um, like, um, yeah, I like baseball. Oh, we don't really know much baseball here. No, they right? Don't. And then so I'm watching- They didn't know who Scott Richmond was? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm watching the, this, like, London series, and it's cool. And I heard CC Sabathia in his podcast talking about how he wanted to play in London. But then I read a story, James Wagner wrote uh, for the New York Times, about maybe having a series in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was going with this. If you're going to try to go and grow the game overseas, great. But if you could bring a major league game to the Dominican. I mean, they've done it in Puerto Rico. They've done the games in Mexico City. They've done the games where in Monterey. Mm-hmm. But there isn't as much fanfare about it, right? Like mm-hmm. fo- A-Rod is not going to Monterey, right? Mm-hmm. You're, um, Fox Baseball is not going out there. I was just wondering about that. Like why not do something where you throw a series there and go for it? You're Canadian now, mm-hmm. right? You you have Canadian citizenship? No. Honorary? Honorary. Okay, okay. You go to Canada. They love the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. They love uh, Kawhi and We the North. Mm-hmm. What about baseball in Montreal? You see those little...
1: Maybe yeah, I don't like the Tampa and Montreal half yeah, and yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. just stupid. But let's just
2: say they just end up in Montreal only. You okay like with Like a it? team? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I love Montreal. Yeah.
1: Great city. Yeah, it would it would be cool for those fans to get another shot at it and, and see what happens. I mean, I would also like a team... If you're going to grow it there, might as well grow it in... The west side of Canada, too. Vancouver?
2: No, because then, like, it's going to affect your short season team. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: going to affect you a little bit. I don't know. I mean, but, yeah, Montreal, I think, definitely would be a city that deserves it. And from what I hear, everyone loves, you talk to old school guys, and they love Montreal. (laughs) Let's
2: get going. All right. Now, so we're, we're getting caught up with you guys, everything else here. We know what's going on. Now you know where Ricky's been. You know where I've been. It's July. Let me ask these baseball questions. In July, as a baseball player, are you tired? No. No? No. When do you get tired? August? Yeah.
1: August, September. All right.
2: So July, you know that you're not going to the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. When do you start planning?
1: Now? I mean, I'm sure it was already. I mean, you have to look at your numbers and- you realize that your numbers are not very good you're not going to
2: the all-star so game so when do you plan your vacation where do you guys go well
1: it's tough man for me being in toronto i it was tough for me to come home okay because you're losing a whole day to Tra- travel back and uh-huh. it's only three days okay monday tuesday wednesday and then you're back thursday to tr- to practice with the team and then you're playing friday i think that's what the way it goes something like that but uh one year I went uh there's these lakes in in by Toronto about 2 hours out the Lake Muskoka which is like huge like these cottages everywhere and you get on a boat and we met some friends out there and uh did that one year okay uh other years I think I just stayed in Toronto I just, just a day off is a day off Yeah you just kind of chill I mean I was still kind of you still got to, like, for me as a starter, I was like, okay, where, when am I starting? Okay. So you don't want to completely not do anything. So if I was like, oh, you got the first game back, then you're like, you kind of want to stay to your routine. You're still okay. going to the stadium and playing catch. So it's not really a break.
2: The Sunday before the All Star break, mm-hmm. how fast does that game go? Because it looks like everybody's trying to get out.
1: No, well, it goes slow. It, it goes all, slow. It's always that extra innings. And oh, man. When I found out that I was making the All Star game in 2011, I knew numbers-wise, I was like, man, I should have made it. And that's just me being, you know, competitor. And I was like, I sh- my numbers were really good. And I didn't make the first tier. Mm-hmm. So then they, I think John Lester or Felix Hernandez were the ones that weren't pitching in the game because they had thrown that Sunday. So I found out during the game on Sunday. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, I was, like, unsure still, like, that I was, if I was going or not going. And then I got called in the office and they're like, hey, congratulations, you made the All-Star game. Oh, And I there. was like, damn, like, they waited this long? So sure enough, and then from there, I hopped on a a, uh, Bautista had a private jet, and then we flew to Arizona. So
2: where were you supposed to go?
1: I was just going to go back to Toronto, probably. I don't even remember.
2: Damn. So that's yeah. how you found out.
1: Yeah. And then you like, get- I didn't do the whole, like, you know how you get your jersey in front of your home <laughs> yeah. crowd? I wish I would have. That would have been cool, but- whatever man i was there i was part of it it was a dream come true i I wouldn't even call it a dream because i never really imagined that happening but when you're actually there and you're in the same hotel i mean you look you look at the picture and it's like miggy cabrera felix hernandez david price jose bautista robinson cano yeah you you name it um
2: Usually Jared Weaver. You, yeah, when you take team pictures, like in high school or college or whatever, you're like, let me just go stand there or whatever. Yeah, man. but this one, this was, one like, was like,
1: eh. like I walked into the hotel and then boom, me, Cabrera, boom. And you're just like, oh, these guys are staying here too. and
2: They're staying here too? Like, no, you're like, staying there. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I walked into my room and then you come back out and then uh, Doc Halliday had made that all-star uh, team, but he was in the National League and had a good conversation with him after uh, batting practice one day. And, yeah, it was just it's so surreal when you walk into that clubhouse, Big Poppy, Adrian Beltre, um, and you're in there with these guys, uh, Josh Hamilton, when he was on top of his game. And I was just kind of like looking around, and I, it was me and Gio Gonzalez. I remember we were locker mates, and we were the young ones at the time. And I was like, hey, man, you want to be my throwing partner? And then he looks at me, he's like, yeah. I was like, do you know anybody else? He's like, not really. <laughs> 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 so we just sat there. And I hung out with him, you know, but it was like John Lester, Josh yeah. Beckett. So it was Jacoby Ellsbury when he was on top of his game too. So it was just, it's surreal when you walk in there and how much these guys are fucking around. And just because, was you know, you you, No, he wasn't there. But when you talk to like, David Ortiz, they, they've done it for 10 plus years, year in, year out. It's like normal thing for them. So they just walk in, they get the big locker because there's seniority and he's just sitting there just chilling like it's another day. And I'm like, oh, this is so, showing off his cleats. And I was like yeah, looking he, at all his gear. Did you wear special cleats? Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I have them there. Those are the ones I wore that ones you see here in the man cave, Um it was just what Nike gave me, but you get like a bag full of a PlayStation and this and that. It's just a bunch of goodies. And then you walk out to the stadium and you're stretching as a team and you're like, look, I kept looking down at my jersey and I was like, man, this is crazy. And then you start shagging. And
2: that's the Monday, right?
1: Uh, The day of the home run derby. Yeah. yeah. And I remember shagging and I wanted to shag every single ball. <laughs> Every, I mean, it was just the best shagging session of my life. And I remember I was in left field with Josh Hamilton and we were talking and he was at the time he was the man. He was a man. But funny story. We were talk we were talking about I threw a ball into the, I kept throwing balls into the crowd and Josh was getting ready to throw one. And then he looks at me and he says, "Nah, man, you throw it he had the the incident had just happened where he threw one in the stands and the dad passed away remember oh, he fell off the yeah. the the and i remember he's like yeah man i uh, oh, it just wow. i just got a weird picture and i was like oh shit man i was like so i grabbed the ball and i just kind of but it just kind of i think it just brought that picture back to him and then he just kind of turned around and his batting practice beto if you've ever been to that no stadium, i i yeah it was, he was putting him like, if anybody, our listeners, right our listeners are listening, there's a screen in dead center. In Arizona. He was, he was hitting, like, the top of that screen.
2: I, I forget who told me that. I remember hearing that he just put on this laser Insanity.
1: Shirt. He wanted to be in the home run derby, but I don't think, I don't think he was, he was chosen to do it. So, um, but yeah, that that was, that was a little bit of the, the all-star festivity part. And then the game itself, I mean. You didn't pitch went, in the game, did no, you? No, I warmed up to come in. But I didn't end up coming in. Why? No, I don't know. Fucking Ron, Ron Washington. <laughs> next um, I just felt like every rookie got to throw except me. And whatever, man. You, know, you
2: were warming up?
1: I was warming up, yeah, because the game almost went extras. I was the ex- I, they, had told me, they told me, they're like, if it goes extras, you're going you're gonna to be the arm we use. And I was like,
2: fine. Did every, everybody play except but for I you? Thought,
1: I mean, at least an out, right?
2: You would everybody think. pitched except for you?
1: Me and Jose Valverde, but understandably Valverde was—he was the closer, dude. So he was yeah, yeah yeah. And he had done it a few times, but like Gio, Valverde, Pineda, smoke, a lot of those guys, their first time they got to pitching it, and I didn't. I was just warming oh. up. I was a little disappointed about that, but whatever, man. I mean, like I said, I was part of it. You,
2: did you stand in the pen and be like, "What the hell, Ron? Let's go, Ron!"
1: Nah, I just grabbed my stuff. We ended up losing, I think, the game, but. When hey, you get all was that
2: bullpen session when you when you're warming up?
1: Money. <laughs> oh my good, my heart was jumping out of my jersey, and I was like, "Let's go, let's go, call my name." Like, you don't
2: want this. You don't want that nah, smoke. Nah. You don't want this. And I
1: kept looking up at the lineup. Who do I have next? Who do I have? Who's coming up? Who's coming up? Who's who's it gonna be? I forget. Oh, I mean okay. I'd have to look at the scorecard, but um, but you're like, they don't want it. But there's nothing. No feeling like when because you watch it on TV. I've watched it since I was a little kid, and when they yeah. announce your name. Representing the Toronto Blue Jays, Ricky Romero, and you run out, and you're like, oh, and then you know you tip your hat, and you're yeah, like, yeah, this is surreal, man. This is surreal. What is going on? And it was, like I said, all of it is was just beyond what I thought it was.
2: So, how many uniforms did you guys get? Because you have the framed one with the red. Yeah, that's that's the, the practice that's one.
1: That's the BP one, and then the game one was. I have it in my closet. I haven't framed that one. It has two little stars in the back. Oh yeah, and it says All Star Game. That's the one I
2: wore. The- well, you don't don't frame it. Um, send it to Marco and put in the uh, office. Man, he hasn't even pu-
1: put the one I sent to him. He asked me for an autographed jersey, or he didn't ask me. I st- I no, he asked. Him. I offered it to him, and I told him you better. I better be up in that office, and I'm still not yeah, up there.
2: The director of finance for uh for our for let's go Ricky Ro <laughs> Enterprises does not want to support you. Okay, well he's cut. But um, check is done.
1: But yeah, and like I said, you look at the what the. All-Star game is now. I wish it was more just the guys who are All-Stars and deserve to be All-Stars should go. There's no like oh each team should represent the guys who deserve to be All-Stars should be. And I think the whole fan voting to me is like it's very one-sided, right? I mean, don't you think?
2: I didn't even pay attention, uh but all I heard was that if you're a top 3 you can vote for those guys. Yeah, There's like I a don't runoff or anymore, something or uh, I don't even,
1: like I just I just think it's the for me is Who are the top nine guys in each position? Boom. Those are your starters.
2: Look at you. Right? Don't you think? think
1: Yes. The top nine in each position should be your starters. Uh Outfielders, the top three guys.
2: And let's go. And let's go. Let's go. All I know about All-Star Games is uh, I've covered a couple of them in Anaheim. Really cool experiences. Uh, But the best experience for me one time was a Dodger game. And the clubhouse opened up on a Sunday. And you saw Handley Ramirez flying out of the clubhouse, and three hours later on Instagram, who's in Cabo San Lucas? Handley Ramirez, <laughs> private jet to Cabo. Yeah, like, I, I feel like a lot of guys do that. As you And should. like I said at the time, I was like,
1: whatever, man. I, I you know, I, I'll go back to Toronto. I mean, as much as I miss home, yeah, it no was it was that. it was fine.
2: No but need for that. No. Need anyways,
1: that. I mean, moving on. Obviously. We're Hoping to get a few guests, yeah, yeah. We got some guests
2: kind of lined up, and um, now we're gonna take a serious tone here. A guest that we had lined up, uh, Tyler Skaggs, mm-hmm. um, found dead in his hotel room, uh, earlier this week at the age of 27. And Noe Ramirez, who was a guest with us, had put him on, put us on with him, and mm-hmm. told them, like, yeah, we're gonna get him on. I saw him in Anaheim. I just nodded my head at him, but I didn't tell him about the podcast Mm -hmm. because he was throwing that day uh, a bullpen, so I didn't want to bother him. And I didn't know him. Um, You hear the news, and it's like, wow, it's crazy. It's tragic. But you actually knew him a little bit, right?
1: A little bit. I had, yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time I saw him, we were, I think he had gotten sent down from, he didn't break with the team. I think this was in 2016. Or fifteen, he didn't break with the team. I was with the Giants. I was in Triple A, and we were playing Salt Lake. And I went walked into this breakfast, uh, joint, and he was in there. So I had a conversation with him, and we always had re- uh, conversations whenever we see each other. He was younger than me, but I remember when he broke into the into the big leagues, and he was with Arizona, and then got traded. Yeah. Or he was the Angels originally got traded to Arizona, and then came back to the yeah. Angels. And in, you know just. Super sad news. I know you're the one that sent us the message last yeah. yesterday, and it just—it's one of those things where you are just, man, like so young and so full of life. Such a great pitcher. Twenty-seven. But before that, he was a, uh, you know, a, a son and a and a husband and Santa Monica kid. Santa Monica kid, and it's just—it's super sad because, like you said, Noi. I asked Noe, "Hey, can you get me? Uh, uh, can you ask Skaggs because?" I knew him. I was like, can you ask him if he would do a show with us? And no, he got back to me quick. Skyx told me to tell you to shoot him a DM on on Instagram so he can give you his number and you guys can set it up. And this was before you left for Italy, before I did the whole Toronto and Vancouver thing. And I was like, all right, this is going to be the week where I shoot him a message because we're settling back in.
2: Like I even asked the Angels PR people. Hey, uh, I'm gonna come back with Ricky and yeah. Skaggs, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. gonna be one of the guys that they're like, oh yeah, the, he's he'll be great for mm-hmm. it. And I knew him a little bit when he got called up. Um, uh, I got introduced to him real quick. You know, hey, what's up? And they're like, somebody told him, he, you know, Bethel covers the Lakers, and he's like, oh, you're a Lake dude. I love Lakers, loves Lakers, man. Man, blah, blah, blah. Loves
1: but, Team Mexico soccer. I've heard you were telling me this. Yeah,
2: it's just uh, so sad to hear that and. The Angels organization, the tragedy that they've had oh, man. 10 years ago was Nick Aidenhart.
1: That was my debut. Really? Yeah. Yeah. When, well, the morning that he passed, uh-huh. I ended up pitching that day. Oh, Obviously, geez. he passed away, like, Didn't? what, 1, 1 2, 8, 8, 3 a.m. It was, like, whatever it was in Toronto, it was that mor- the morning of the morning. is when I started, or 1 o'clock. I
2: saw him the night. Uh, we interviewed him because he pitched yeah. that night. And well,
1: a guy I played with at Cal State Fullerton, John Wilhide, was. Oh, that's right. The passenger who survived that the car crash.
2: What? Oh man, that's right. Yeah.
1: So it's a- but yeah, man. You see what what's going on with the Angels, and like I said, twenty seven years young. It's, it's sad. I mean, I mean, I know everyone when you see something tragic like that, that a lot of people talk about. Make sure you hug your kids. Yeah. Make sure- you shouldn't wait for stuff like that you should just do it regardless every day and and because at the end of the day life is precious man and and you just never know and and we shouldn't wait for moments like this to realize that that hugging somebody telling somebody i love you and
2: I just appreciating little thing yeah like and, that. Like,
1: and stuff like that it's it just goes a long way and tyler i mean heck of a pitcher and like i said he's gonna be i just heard everybody was just
2: like great kid great kid like yeah
1: great kid man and everything you read from his teammates and how he was life of the clubhouse and it's it's pretty cool yeah Yeah, and and i mean like i said
0: it's just just
1: sad it's sad man and and hopefully um
2: and you rehab with him
1: no we well he had i think he ended up having tommy john surgery yeah by Doctor Elotrash and I think we both happened to be an appointment at an appointment together and that's kinda where we um where we met and stuff like that. And
2: he was a fan of yours.
1: Yeah well when I followed him on social media he gave me a shout out right away. <laughs> it was kind of funny. And like I said and being out of the game now, I obviously I was always a fan of his. And every time I got a chance to tune in, you always saw the potential and you're like, wow. because you
2: left these are a little different. This man. this
1: guy is just, he's got it, man. Yeah. And, and, and you know, you were just waiting for that breakthrough year that he, like, because everything was just coming together for him. And it sucks that we won't get to see it. Yeah. Man.
2: Prayers, I'm not one of those, like, oh, thoughts and prayers guy, but, like, that's just, he just got married. Yeah. He proposed his too. girlfriend, fiancee in, uh, in Bali. Like, he yeah. was just, oh, man. He, he, he just puts everything in perspective. And, I think that's why we do this podcast, just for the chance for us to talk and catch up with people, and that that's why everybody who's reached out to us and say, "Hey, when's another podcast?" "Hey, what's going on?" And you know, I joke around and say, "Hey, this podcast is the people need to hear what our lives are mm-hmm. about because they want to know about us." No, it, I I'd say that in a joking manner, but we've grown a little bit of a community here. We have a little fan base, and we like we didn't have a guest today because we just wanted to catch up with you guys, let you know what's going on with us, and we'll also again thanks to you guys um we're doing this because you guys listen so thank you very much keep sharing and let us know what you would like to hear and um tag some people that you want as a guest uh, we got p- people coming in july is gonna be busy for you
1: yeah but i'll be i'll be i'll be home yeah july is so, gonna so be we gotta uh, take, take
2: a look at the calendar all right so uh that's it and wrap it up Uh, Ricky's got a lot of stuff coming on, Ricky wrote 24 if you want to follow him on social media I'm uh, Vision on Instagram, so thanks to everybody involved with the podcast everybody who's helping us out, Ricky we'll talk to you soon safe travels, alrighty man, thanks